and welcome. Welcome to Was That In Good Taste, your pod for kicking back, relax, sipping on the beach. It's summertime. As always, I'm your host, James Berry, and I'm joined by Chandler Phillips. And we're here this week talking the summer. But don't forget, as always, to join us Facebook, anywhere you find things, like us, comment us. That do- Apple Podcast, that Spotify, that all that good stuff all the things do it it's really important to us because this week we're talking all kinds of things this week we're talking the best the fun we're talking summertime in the living z boy but first of course we're gonna catch up take a seat at the bar hey Chandler, what's going on how you doing i'm i'm chillaxing i'm vibing i'm been craving some warmth lately it's cold man it is it's kind of chilly it's <laughs> yeah. there's there's so so much snow still everywhere and it hasn't even snowed lately so i can't even like go sledding or feel cool about the snow it's just there lingering about like it owns the place i think it's super funny and kind of crazy because you know we're here in new york right now and I don't know what's like in California, but the reason we're doing this is because it, we're only a few weeks from summer. And I say that because what in do you New mean York, you're only a few weeks. There's still fucking snow on the ground because in New York, it literally goes from winter. Then it's going to be spring where it's just rainy summer. It's it's like moderately rainy summer. But when it's not rainy, too, it's just fucking allergy. Like it's it's either raining or it's pollen. And it's miserable. I don't like it. It's, well, welcome to New York, which is why we're doing the thing where we're kicking back, relaxing with beach beverages. I wish I were on the Western Coast right now. Well, that's why we have, I know it's technically Hawaii's the West Coast. It's, I mean, Hawaii makes California look like the Midwest. (laughs) I mean, it does because Hawaii is the most expensive state. And it's the furthest west. And so, it's also like, the furthest west. Geographically speaking. <laughs> I don't understand geography. It lo- on the map, it looks like it's right next to it. You can't reach a leg out and hop on to Maui? Isn't it right next to Alaska, too? Technic- when you like look at a map of the U.S., but just of the U.S., and they usually pull uh, Hawaii and Alaska down into like the same sub thing close you, enough to me they're practically next to each other why are they so different they need to be friends <laughs> so this week we're doing my ties of course as always don't forget on mondays behind the bar we talk in depth about what we're drinking but i like this my tie it's chill so do you feel like a my tie is a chill like summer drink I'm, I'm curious the my tie is the tie for my <laughs> uh <laughs> This is too damn delicious. I think that's what the problem is. Whenever we feature these, like, I guess more like, uh, like fruit forward cocktails, I, I kind of lose track of how many I have. And that's a problem. It definitely is for you. You're waving in the wind like a leaf. (laughs) (laughs) Just standing there, just back and forth. Well, you decorated them all like, so you got a light rum in there. You got a dark rum in there. What else you got in there that's just making this thing whole so the, damn delicious? The, well, I forgot to say Arjat syrup. Arjat. Arjat, the, the almond liqueur syrup that is, that's 
just delicious and amazing. It's and got the almonds. It's got the rose water ooh. that gives it just that little floral like oomph. It's but, it's super good. I, I I find that like, in when I gave you a sip of the Arjout by itself, you were like, oh, you were a little hype actually because it tastes really good. It I tastes was a like excited about it's that. delicious. It's super. It's rich, and it gives this kind of drink the body that you wouldn't expect. It like the weird way it blends with the pineapple juice. I'm just like, mm, give me some more. Yeah, pineapple, lemon, lime, whatever the fuck you want to put it with. If it's citrusy, also. A lot of tiki drinks use this as a as one of the syrups or bases or things that goes in it. And normally, if you look at recipes online, it's always like, well, you I, we use an almond syrup, but you could use arjat. Nah, arjat, seriously, take some almond milk, mix that with some sugar, screw that simple syrup because you're not going to melt it, and then add some almond extract and then throw in a vodka or something. If you have a basic arjat that's okay to use, it's much better than an almond syrup that you get in the store. Well, I think we need to talk about what the intention of a tiki drink is. Because we haven't featured too many tiki drinks. Because they're, we don't have any tiki glasses. And they're I, their own subset of cocktails. About them. They're like, they're not meant for, uh, usually we do like our, our old fashions or our gin and tonics or like, you know, uh, uh, fucking cocktails that have the ingredients in the name. Um, ginger and whiskey, uh, <laughs> rum and coke—the best thing ever. Okay, like it's, but tiki drinks. Granted, this one is fairly simple, but they they take on a whole different philosophy than what we're used to. What's the philosophy? The philosophy. I don't know. It's relaxation. Is it? It's we're on vacation. We're on vacation. That's a tiki drink philosophy. Is a vacation philosophy. This is gonna man. seem weird, but like when when we're older, we forget that the original vacation time. You know what it was? What was that? Wow, that was so low. Uh, Hold on, I'll do it again. Summertime. That's the it's original summertime. vacation. It's when you're vibing and you're chill. You did sublime initially when we were talking about summertime. I was like thinking fresh prints the summer 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 time no lie i kind of wish i had done that but it's too late i'd already done this i like that drop i'm not gonna detract from it but the thing that's super crazy is that like we're from the west coast i'm from the east coast so that means we have very different experiences and the truth is with this unprecedented winter storms have been blanketing the country my father's in texas you know they've had no power on and off it's been really a big struggle it's not a joke, but now that things are getting back, you know, a back, little bit back, sense of normalcy, back to sense of normalcy, and things are kind of pulling up. So to Hawaii we go to talk about summertime and synthetic snow. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, wait uh, to talk about summertime. There you go. There we go. Let's talk about synthetic snow real quick because we're about to. I want. I want to prove to you first that the East Coast. Is better than the West Coast during the summer, but I just okay, want to talk real quick fair. about this. this. The uh, West Coast doesn't know how to deal with summer for, that's a, or with uh, with winter. First of all, <laughs> that's, that's the problem. Is like we we straight up don't get that shit, and so all this you know climate change is really throwing us off in the winter scape. We're prepared for summer. We know how to deal with mm. heat, but it's the uh, it's the winter time where the living ain't easy. <laughs> yeah. But so that's why. So the same thing in Texas with the synthetic snow and stuff like that, right? So I want you to tell me 
like did you hear about do you know about this did you hear about this that people have been posting on like tiktok and stuff like them taking lighters and like trying to burn snowballs and like look it's not melting look it's turning black it's synthetic bill gates done since oh okay hold on oh no take a step back i'm not mocking people from texas it 100 people are dying and having real hard times in texas my grandparents are in austin i'm completely which is way harder hit than my father was in texas Austin is was way worse off. Austin's in Texas. Your dad's in Houston. No, right? I'm saying that that's the difference. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So like that's the difference. Like my father's in Houston. They didn't have it anywhere near as bad as Houston. But people who think that Bill Gates sent synthetic snow down to Texas. Mm. Look, okay, I don't know if Bill Gates is Jewish, but I definitely know that blaming Bill Gates is a dog whistle for anti-Semitism. I'm saying it. That's a hot take. <laughs> they say Bill Gates. They really fucking mean like, oh, the the fucking Jewish elites. I, Bill Gates ain't even Jewish, but that's what they mean. That is kind of what they mean, though. Right? Okay. Um. So here's the thing. I was just talking to my brother. He lives in Reno, Nevada. They also get a whole bunch of snow on account of being right next to Tahoe. He studies hydrology. He's in a master's program. He and I were both like, these fucking people, are you serious right now? It's a great, great sense of irony that you used the summertime drop because what's causing people to be confused about the snow is from a process called sublimation. Yes. Ooh. And that's the way that thermo thermodynamics are dissipated throughout the the fuck. Look, all right. I'm a little too drunk to <laughs> to full on get hot this. stuff happens, spreads up and out into doesn't expose out into your eye visible. Thing. Exactly. Boom. It's the same reason why uh fucking uh, dry ice can just kind of glide across a, across a table without creating a puddle. It's the same idea. It's also the way, like, if you burn yourself and you put ice on the burn, it helps take out some of the excess energy that would otherwise kill and cauterize some of the uh, skills or uh, skin cells that are going on. It's, it's all the same way that energy is dispersed through... Uh, an interconnected system you take a big old pile of snow it's the same way you can make fucking igloos <laughs> it's the same shit yo people have been all snow is synthetic <laughs> <laughs> you know but again we're not you know not trying to make fun of people who are dying no, we're making no, no, fun no, no. of people who could Our... go on the internet and kind of use their high school educations or college educations to understand that when you put fuel on a snowball that it starts to melt but because the snow is mostly porous it actually starts to absorb some of the liquid so it mostly doesn't drip out of it and the excess fuel will leave marks on the snow and if you just put it into a pan or just left it in your hand eventually the heat would cause it to melt boomba that's exactly which by the way you might listen to this for some reason and you're like meh 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 take it weigh it try to light it on fire when it doesn't melt put it on a weight put it again on a scale and just let it sit there until it melts and you'll see that within less of a gram that it should weigh the same 
because it's not fake. It's not fictional. It's not artificial. It'll weigh the same. If you try to light it on a fire, it doesn't just burn up because the liquid will go inside of it. I like, yo, man, this is, <laughs> I don't, I don't like having to have this conversation. And the, like, worst, the worst part about it is like having to be like, we're not talking about everybody from Texas because obviously we're not, but people are not going to be charitable. They're going to be like, well, they said that we in Texas are idiots. No, not you. The person who thinks that snow is artificial, that person. The per- it's because what it's caused is a displacement of responsibility and accountability. That's what it's the displacement of accountability is the issue that's saying the snow is synthetic. Like, look, if you know why there's the problem, and the problem isn't the fact that there's snow, the problem is a whole bunch of factors that go into climate change and why uh, snowstorms are getting more and more. Uh, all that jazz. Fuck, I'm not a scientist, but I know basic science. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? The one thing that you don't know is why the East Coast sucks during the summer. <laughs> why the East Coast is the best. No, I'd say I do know why the East Coast sucks during the summer. And that's because the West Coast is far superior and during the summer. So, all right. So we're going to spend the next, I don't fucking 45 minutes arguing <laughs> and you know i'm gonna put you at a disadvantage why is the west coast uh good during the summer there bud well i'll tell you why specifically the west coast is better than living in new york city during the summer uh barbecue for one we, we don't you think we don't fucking barbecue i think y'all barbecue but i don't think y'all know barbecue like y'all know how to grill fucking hamburgers and hot dogs outside but y'all don't know fucking like eight hour smoked brisket and like y'all don't y'all don't know tri-tip for one y'all don't fuck with tri-tip which i think is just because other cuts of beef that are better are cheaper here absurd you don't fuck with tri-tip oh my god get first of all i'm fucking vegan get the fuck get the fuck give your balls a tuck first of all quick question all right i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask you a quick question all right where does the best barbecue come from? I mean, the obviously the best barbecue is gonna come from the South. Like where in the South? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, I might hurt some feelings here. Um, personally, I'm a big fan of the Carolina style barbecue. Oh, where, oh, 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 where is that close to? Technically, I'd say South Carolina barbecue. Over the okay, where is that close? I agree um, with that. It's nice vinegary. Where where is that close to? Um, it's close to the Atlantic, mm, which is where where is? Oh, so what you're saying is, but is there's that too many goddamn the, buildings for you to got for. So the uh, slaves that left the Carolinas and left Georgia that went up Harriet Tugman going around fucking the underground railroad getting these black folk up to new york so they could be free men so what you're saying is is that we have the heritage of the carolina barbecue and that i'm saying y'all contribute y'all have the heritage of having good barbecue but you also um i guess uh what's the word um disappoint your ancestors is that well with the barbecue that you've put forward Look, I, mm. but you said ice cream. 
All right. I talked about the food, the barbecue and the ice cream uh, are the best parts of a West Coast summer. Um, y'all ain't had uh, fucking tri-tip tacos that have been smoked for eight hours. Yes, we and, do. Mm-mm. Yes, no, we do. Y'all don't have it the same way. Don't have the little guac pico de guy. Y'all, mm, yes, we do. You do not fuck with it the way California does. Let me get through. This is California. Okay, continue. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna interrupt you. You're fucking wrong takes. Continue. I'm grumbling. I'm angry. Anyway, Tillamook ice cream is the best goddamn ice cream on the face of this U.S. You can be from Texas and try to tell me that Blue Bunny is delicious what? and the best. Apple and- Hills. What? Get the fuck out of here, Tillamook. Oregon based. They got the the Marionberry pie, Marionberry cheesecake, Marionberry in the general is just fucking. I'd fuck with Marionberry, but they got all the best takes in ice cream. It's a oh, it's a custard based ice cream. That we got Van, uh, fucking uh, McConnell's. McConnell's is another SoCal based. They come from Santa Barbara. I'm I'm about I'm about McConnell's. I'm about Tillamook. California ice cream. It comes from Happy Cows. You could take that to the bank. And the barbecue comes from Happy Cows too. You could taste it in the meat. You don't taste the sadness in the barbecue. You don't taste the fact that they lived through a dust bowl. You could taste that they that they made it to California. Oh, oh boy. And they, <laughs> they look at California is really reaching. Oh boy. I get it. 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 But you don't get it. You could say you get it, but you don't truly understand where the where the emphasis is. I don't. No. Oh boy, McConnell's from Santa Barbara. It's good. Oh my god. Look, if you ain't had tacos from L.A., then from L.A., you don't really know what al pastor is. You get the fuck out of my face i'm sorry and by the way the when's thing- the last time you had a good adobo taco i mean the last time i made one can i say though i'm not gonna fuck around though mcconnell's is pretty awesome because they pasteurize their own fucking cream and good. you get mcconnell's on the east coast they they they, they pasteurize their own milk and their own heavy cream so, but like apple but- Holmes, apple hills does kind of like the same thing it's super awesome super delicious super rich but you know what you can have that in new york we have memories memories we have fucking memories can you ever think about what it feels like think about this this, is a, this is, i feel like this is a exclusively a big city east coast new york thing I th- a, well you gotta present yours and then i can show mine. i'm gonna show me yours and I'm then gonna, i'll show you I'm mine gonna. my thing i like to call it i like to call it a friend for a day imagine when you're a little kid when you're a little child when you're a little chilling and you go to the park to hang out just maybe meet up with a friend that you know and every time you go to somebody new somebody new that you really connect with somebody new that you never forget like the girl that i went to the park once when i was nine years old when i used to live over at eighth avenue in harlem i went over there and she and i played house in the jungle gym and as we played house she wanted to play the abused wife. What? <laughs> yeah, she was. And Wait, I'm sorry. When you said play house, I figured you with a cane <laughs> and making a medical uh, fucking and, and diagnosis. The other, the other girl who's with us, who was like, we were like nine or ten. Another girl with us was like five or six. Another girl was going to be like our daughter. And I forgot that moment. Because then we heard a loud screech and somebody was struck by a car. And then we went over there together as a family. <laughs> 
I'm being. I'm like that's that's wait. A true this story. is your fond <laughs> this is a true story. That you but got? it's a little bit of a joke. But the truth is, is that like a lot of my stories are about meeting people that I know. Who oh boy, a lot of my stories about people that I've never met again. About a lot of people who I've met up with when I was younger, who we played basketball. That kid who had his Pokemon Crystal, who showed it to me, and I'd never seen a Game Boy Color only game. The, the the people that we used to play, you know, you would go, and I remember playing soccer when I was there, Yankee Stadium, and we went, we went the whole day running. Wait, you played wrestling. soccer in Yankee Stadium outside of Malali Park? There's like a huge park outside. You you it's like five blocks around it. It's like parks. Oh, okay. You know, All right. Okay. Like you know. The best thing about living in New York on the East Coast is that you get to make memories for people that you're never going to see again because there's so many of them. And it's kind of earnest and interesting because you it's it's a once in a lifetime thing, but you never forget it. <laughs> well, I mean, you have those kinds of moments in California, too. Like like there was a summer in, in high school. I went I went to the uh, I went to the beach. And and I had I had an intimate moment with with someone, and then uh, and I thought it was just like one of those summer lovin's type things. But then the very next year, <laughs> they they attended my school. I can't. And I, I can't. And like the entire year, we had like this on again, off again, like. Is she into me? Is she not into me? And like me and my boys were like, well, what'd you like? How far did it go over summer? Like, what's what's the tell me more? Tell, tell me, me more. Exactly. <laughs> but she was like, she was kind of prudish. Right. So I was like, I don't know if she into it. But then. All right. So we got this this end of the year carnival. Oh, okay? <laughs> get out of my fucking face. And the entire time she's like. Like the entire year, she's in like turtleneck and like pom poms and all that like preppy shit. And then finally at the carnival, she comes out like leather pants and like high heels and shit. And like, I was just like, whoa, 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 (laughs) my pompadour is standing up (laughs) tall. I mean, this was, of course, after I had won the uh, the big drag race against And so then we made out in a in a haunted house, and then the entire rest of the year was like bam, tick a bam, tick a big, ding, 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 I'd be surprised if it didn't. One point for you guys. We got Greece. Fuck, man. I'm pretty sure that's wrong, but I'll give it to you. Where do you think the track race took place? It, it feels... was in the fucking L.A. River. It feels like Yo, it. look at that shit. Oh, my fucking God. Rydell High is fucking Rivendell. I'm over Rivendell. here telling you, like, like deep-ass stories and shit, and you're, like, fucking giving me a bit about Greece. I'm like, yo, you ever seen Grease Lightning? You guys don't fucking have the Spike Lee moment. What's the fucking Spike Lee right, moment? Check this out. So you ever see Crooklyn? What? Crooklyn. Uh uh-uh. uh. Crooklyn is oh, I'm not gonna spoil that shit because people need to watch that shit because it's fucking deep. But the best because I live I don't know if you know this where we are right now is Spike Lee's hood. This is like where 
you know, um, fuck, what's the name of the uh, the fucking with the uh, the thing from Netflix and there was the movie. Don't be a menace in South Central. No, the because that's woman. California about the woman about the young woman who is, you know, she has partners. I'm trying to get canceled over here. You know, she. Has, I honestly don't know what the, movie you're talking about. Dear white people, not that. Dear white people. Yeah, that's I know it. That. That's it's a fucking white... spike. That's the spike leaf. That's the spike, spike joint. joint. The has the the guy from the first season. No, that's not it. Uh, what's the other one? She's I'm she's so... no. What's it called? Fuck! I'm out of my. Depth oh my here, god! Bud. I'm Are you sorry. out of your fucking mind? You're no. I fucking. I spent too much time watching the crew with Kevin James on Netflix. She's so gotta like... have it. She's gotta have it. She... Okay. Wait, that's that sounds familiar. That's also on Netflix. They made a new one. They did? Yes. Okay, so what's the Spike Lee moment that I'm so the thing about so whatever, that's not the point. Not the, in tune with. So like in Cooklin, whatever, right? The whole point is is that like when they when they first show Brooklyn, right? You see stoops and porches and what you see is a dense city area with lots of kids outside. Lots of kids, way more than you get from suburban areas. Too many kids. Not really, because they're hanging out, oh. sitting on stoops, braiding each other's hair. You know, the music, the beat of the city, the energy, the warm fucking air. Something about it is so fucking poetic. You think about a beach, you know the feeling you have of that warm, comfortable feeling of a beach when you go out and the surf is pushing up onto the ground and you're with someone who you love and care about, maybe your friends, and you're running around, you're laughing, you're telling jokes. Imagine that, but then when you're done, you can go do something else because not everything is 500 miles apart. You get to fucking <laughs> sit on a fucking porch and, 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 and gab and, and to talk and you ride the train together. You, you, you make jokes and experience life around not just five people. Well, all right. So we do have that. It's just what we're missing really is the escape for air conditioning. That is the train. Like that's, we did oh, the same yeah. thing. We just are, right, we, we'd run around. We'd, we'd be degenerates in the, in the suburbs and we'd just go house to house. In fact, all right. So me and me and my friends had a game. Um, this is an awful game. Oh, um, we had a game where like we'd walk from a you know, different friend's house to friend's house and just basically go harass whoever friends and be like, "Hey, come outside. We're we're just we're trying to socialize," and so we go chit chat. But anyway, while we're on the walk from each place, you're walking along the the sidewalks and stuff, and you see a a nice like palm sized rock. You'd grab a rock and you put it in your pocket, and then you hold it until we go. And then we like we go over to whatever friend's house. We knock on the door. We're like, "Hey, can so and so come outside?" And they come outside, and we're all sitting in they're standing in a circle or whatever. And then we're chatting, we're gabbing, we're we're talking shit. And oh no! And then someone pull the rock out of their pocket, and they go cock rock, and they just show. They what just, the fuck is this? They try to throw the the rock Holy at shit. someone's dick. What is this? What kind of weird fucking shit is this? Well, it rhymed, so it had to be a game. Uh, we had a we had a game that that rhymed too. What was that game? Uh. 
We used to call it nigga knock. Oh, that doesn't <laughs> rhyme. Yeah, it does. No, it th- Yes. It doesn't rhyme. Nigga knock. No, that's... The N and the K. That's not true. It's a different kind of rhyme. That's Don't fucking a- get me started because you have, you have... That's an alliteration, but that is mm, not a rhyme. Excuse me. You have assonance. You have alliteration. You have different types of rhymes. You have rhymes mm. at the beginning, the middle, and the end. It... It has a fluidity to it. It has a fluidity, but it is not a rhyme. It does. It's an alliteration. It's a rhythmic pronunciation of consonants, but okay. it is not a rhyme. It's part of a rhyme. Yeah. Um, we, we used to go. That's my, that's my Marge grumble. We're like, I disagree, <laughs> but like, I'm Marge. So we used to go across the street from here and go into the, the co-ops and we would go in there. And we would bang on people's doors and then we would run in the elevator and go down. We would run up the stairs. But one day, we almost died twice. We go, we went up into the stairs and this is no joke. We ran up in there. You died? Almost. So we go and the same day this happened. So first we go up, right? And we go to like the, the fifth, 16th floor and we bang on the door. Boom, boom, boom. This guy opens the door with a fucking shotgun. What the fuck? <laughs> so this is like New, it's like New York. So it's like oh shit. So we flee. And they say you can't get guns in New York. Right? They say that shit is not true. But that's not the one that's the scariest. The scariest one is that after that we were like fuck it. Let's go to the other building. Let's go to three sixty five. Right? So three ninety two because it's like six to five buildings, and then five or six blocks down is the other, is the other part of the co ops. There's other five buildings. So we were in we were in three sixty five. We went to three ninety two. Go on. Sorry, I, I have a story to relate to your shotgun experience. I'm right. we, later, we, we're done like, with this. Do do you do you? So we go right, and so we knock on somebody's door. Bam, bam, bam. Right, we go downstairs. Another door. Bam, bam, bam. What the fuck are you? Oh, fuck, fuck you. Whatever the fuck. You know, the people are upset. You're disrupting their peace. Mm-hmm. So we go up to like the top floor. We're like, bam, bam, bam. We hear the people like, what the fuck? They open the door. We go. We run to the elevator. We open the door. We pull on it. And I start to go into the elevator and somebody grabs me <gasps> because the elevator wasn't fucking there. What? The fucking magnet for the door wasn't holding the elevator door closed and almost fucking fell to my death. What? I never fucking forgot that shit. I literally almost fucking fell to my death. Like on top of the elevator that would have been coming up, but like it just wasn't there yet? It just wasn't there. That's terrifying. It's because we were so excited and I learned this later because we used to go and do this. If you pulled on the elevator door hard enough, it would open. What? <laughs> yes, because it's just a magnet keeping it closed, which you probably don't know because pull doors the other like pull, you pull open. You don't ever think to yourself, "Let me pull this open." Well, I don't pull on any doors that don't have handles on them. After somebody, well, because a lot of them don't. You're right. You know. So imagine after somebody's threatened to shoot you and they're literally cocking their shotgun while you're fucking running down the stairs the same day somebody's screaming after you so you go up to the elevator and you yank on it hard because you think it's there and you almost jump to your fucking death okay new york it's beautiful it's so fun that was like the best times i swear concrete jungles where dreams are made of what was it you had a story what was this um I mean, given you almost jumping to your death <laughs> in a fucking elevator, it's not as riveting. But so one of my buddies used to, he still lives on the direct border of Sacramento County and Placer County. And for some reason, the neighborhood on the other side of his uh, backyard fence doesn't associate with the neighborhood. Was it a bad neighborhood? No, it was. Was it a, 
It was the good neighborhood. Oh, oh he's the bad neighborhood? Uh-huh. <laughs> we are in the bad neighborhood. Oh, no. And Placer County doesn't associate with with our neighborhood. With, with those kind. With antelope. And so when this area was still in development, we'd sometimes hop across his back fence. And there was this little park area. And we go fuck around, play basketball, and just loiter like... Uh, like hoodlums <laughs> and uh eventually they developed it enough to where people had moved into the house behind his so we couldn't hop over the fence um so then instead we went all the way around through this field that would uh that connected like antelope to placer county to this little this this secret park that we would frequent and so one time we're passing through, you kind of got to walk along this path that's next to a bunch of blackberry bushes. And those are thorny as hell. And we're walking there. And uh, sure enough, this dude comes out of his farm area and just click clacking his shotgun going, <laughs> what are you kids doing on my property? And we're like, uh, just going to the park. Just uh, just hanging out. Just, just, just going over there. We're, we have a destination. That is where we're going. <laughs> And he's like, all right, well, you better get there quick. And so we, <laughs> we hustled. We hustled over there just to hang out on some fucking swings. That was the entire purpose of going there. And uh, later, one of my buddies ends up uh, uh, dating his daughter. <laughs> um, and because <laughs> his farm had a bunch of sheep and stuff on it. Sheep, goats, and all those kinds of, kinds of things. And... On a on a different on a on a separate date, we went over. We were hanging out with the sheep's and the goats. Apparently, they are just as ready for combat <laughs> as this dude. And uh, my friend, my friend Bobby, ends up getting fucking run down by a herd of sheep. He becomes known as he who runs with sheep, and I... that's his uh, that's his stoner name. <sighs> Um, it's so funny because these don't sound that different because we had a similar thing, but it wasn't, it wasn't as wholesome. It wasn't sheep. Because <laughs> I remember we used to do this thing where we would go to the park down the block and we would oh. <laughs> we would take water balloons and we would like go to the water fountain and fill them up and throw them at cars going past. Y'all could afford water balloons? But we had, it was like a dollar for like a pack of yeah, Wait, no, sorry. I, we could afford water balloons. We couldn't walk to a place that sold yeah. water balloons close yeah, enough. I know, right? That's what it was. We would go like one block and those water balloons. We got to, we had to walk three miles <laughs> uphill both ways in the snow in the summertime <laughs> just to get some water balloons. <laughs> All right. So what we do is I uh, is that you go to the water fountain and fill them up, right? We would throw them at cars. But we used to always not throw them at black people's cars because how could you tell, like, before you saw the driver? <laughs> well, we would try to we would try to avoid it because we were always like, yo, if we hit a fucking car and there's, like, a, another black dude in it, because we're all, like, young, black, fucking, like, preteens, like, barely teenagers. We're like, yo, we throw a car at some black dudes going to fuck us up. So oh, it wasn't t- even, like, a sense of, like... <laughs> no! Like, community or solidarity is like, oh, we'll fuck with everyone. Except for the... Like... So, you just did it. Out of, <laughs> so, you did it out of fear. So we used to always do. We used to That's always like you know up. target white people just because we didn't get fucked up. But one time we threw this, we threw mad water balloons at this car. <laughs> I feel like I'm excited. No, it's not good. And it was like this black guy, 
and we hit the car. We're like, oh shit, we hit a car with a black guy in it. It's the first time in mad long, like fucking six months. And like, nah, he left. He left us fine. He drove around the block. He dead ass drove around the block. He came back around, got out the car. He was like, yo, yo, who did this? Which one y'all fucking did this? And we were like, we were trying to aim for white people. <laughs> we literally said that to him. We were like, nah, nah, man. We were trying to aim for white people. We were trying to aim for white people. We were trying to aim for white people. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, that's dangerous, yo. You hit a car, yo, somebody could crash. Like, which is true. We didn't, we yeah. weren't thinking about like, like, there, and also, by the way, this is like the city. So it's like 20, 22 miles an hour, 25 miles an hour. But like during a green light, no, if you hit somebody, broken. if you hit somebody with a fucking balloon, and then startles them. Like, you can hurt somebody. You can kill somebody. You know, but he was like, yo, what the fuck? He was like, yo. I said, yo, we waiting for white people. He was like, yo. All right. <laughs> but don't do that. He can't even. Oh. Well. I. I get it. I you get know, it. I feel like all of my fucking summer stories are degeneracy stories, which is not fair. Because most of it's just walking and like, you know, finding a girl and meeting her and kissing her in the park and like chilling and staying out till it's a little too late and the sun is going down. And depending where you live, you either like you have to rush to take the train home or you walk. It's the same shit. But like, I feel like we were just degenerates. I feel like oh, we're just... we, were, we were both major degenerates just in our own different ways. Because like I did something where like all I snuck out a. I snuck out of my house, but I had like no reason to really sneak out. <laughs> like it was just like could've I just walked out. I could have just walked out. Hey there, white mom and white dad. Just gonna go out tonight and hang out with my white friends. That yeah. I I could have just said, Hey, this is what I want to do. Do I have your blessing? But I didn't want to do that shit because you know you're a teenager and you're angsty and shit. I snuck out at like one AM to go to Denny's. And <laughs> just to go to Denny's, we weren't even doing like. It's not like we're gonna go rob a Denny's. It's not like yo, I'm gonna fucking the park a lot of a Denny's. It's like it wasn't even like we're gonna go smoke a bunch of weed and go to Denny's. Sure, just like it a pancake. That. It was just like, hey, how cool would it be to be at a Denny's at one a.m.? I don't know if you want that. I don't know if you know this, but like for like eight fifty, uh, a short stack, sausage, bacon, and eggs. And a cup of decaf coffee. Whoa! It's summer. Let's sneak out of the house. You said eight fifty. I was like, no, man. Four dollars, unlimited pancakes. Oh, they shit. just keep bringing them out. And so I Don't go tell nobody. <laughs> so <laughs> you thought you thought they were just bringing that shit to you for? You just thought they liked you <laughs> bringing uh, you pancakes? No, I, you know, I uh, I give them the wink, I give them the smile. Oh, they another just keep st- them out. oh, another stack of pancakes, uh, wink, wink for me. And so I I we go to Denny's and we're like, all right. I, I personally, I'm like, I got I got five dollars on me. That's a four dollar stack and one to tip. Uh, <laughs> Why well, you consider tipping? Of course I consider tipping. I'm Jewish and I'm trying to not uh, uh, affirm a stereotype. I guess black teens think different. Mm. I'm kidding. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm like, all right. I order. I go, I'll get the the $4 unlimited pancakes. And the waitress goes, oh, the record is 12. And I go, oh, really? (laughs) 12 what? 12 stacks? 12 12 short stacks? Short stacks three, right? No, 12 pancakes. Like 12 total. Yeah, that was it. 
but you get like a short stack unlimited, right? Yeah, it's three. So three. three that's three. It's, it's only four, four servings. Only twelve? Yeah. Only twelve? It was a. Oh, I could put away twelve. You think that? Oh, I can. So she says, "the The record is twelve, and I go, "The record was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I have never wanted to vomit so hard. <laughs> yeah. How what? many did you eat? I got exactly to thirteen, Are and you I serious? said, "I." Mm-hmm. At a certain point, so the trick is you load them up with, you think you're loading them up with syrup to kind of make them go down easier. No, that is the wrong tactic. Ooh, that is my the friend. wrong. I was thinking plain pancakes. That's you it. You just got to go plain. You got to go bare naked pancakes, sip of water, sip, and sip. sip. Yeah, you can't overload on water either. I was, I was, I had coffee. And I had some water, and I was just like, "All right, I gotta stay hydrated." You know, you know, you never know how dehydrating these pancakes can be. By the end, all I could taste was nutmeg. <laughs> did Each... you get a, a trophy, like a participation trophy? Or something? I didn't get shit. I, they they said, "Okay, will you have anything else?" And I was like, "I did the 13. Y'all not gonna put my face on a on a billboard or anything?" And they're like, "It's Denny's." <laughs> Who do you th- where do you think you are? Scene, uh, Chico, California, 2017. There's a Denny's. A young woman walks in. She sees a picture of a young man on the wall. 13 pancakes, she says. I must find him. Make him mine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That isn't, that isn't even the Chico. De- like, the crazy summer nights I had in Chico... California. Don't California. even to, don't even compare to to my Denny's nights. That that was like I fell asleep in someone's backyard at least three times. Okay, like me too. But but not on any furniture, just like in dirt. Me too. Oh, same. I mean, like in their backyard. I don't they had sex. Oh. We had like sex on gravel. It's like weird, by the way, because if you imagine, wait, how in, do you have sex on gravel? Imagine being ext- in New York. Imagine being in a backyard. But you know what New York is like. So a backyard, you're still surrounded by buildings. Yeah. So you're like having sex on the ground, surrounded by tall buildings where people can likely see you. Yeah. Yeah. No, see, in where I was, her it knees was hurt. Just... I made her go into. I was selfish. That mm, <laughs> that is selfish. You get. All you get is gravel on the cheeks. Maybe on, on your back for the What? That being said, it wasn't wasn't a good experience. I did not look good. I can't imagine <laughs> it would be a good experience. Like the entire situation I guess maybe half the situation sounds inadvantageous. All of it was unadvantageous. All of it was advantageous? Ooh. Unadvantageous. Oh, okay. That's it was rather unpleasant. Hmm. See, I just got way too drunk on Long Island iced teas and uh, passed out in a friend's backyard where I was sure no one would find me. And, uh, I had like one puddle for vomit and another puddle for piss. And I just kind of rolled over one side and then would roll over to the other side because you got to keep them separated. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the offspring taught me that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm like joking around and stuff, but the reality is, like, my four experiences have been, like, bad. But, like, I've had, like, four, like, crazy experiences, but the majority of my experiences are, it's summertime. Let me go to the library and play Yu-Gi-Oh. It's summertime. Let me go get a piragua. It's summertime. Fucking let's hang out inside of the library. What? The pizza shop is closing? The one that's under the arcade? Oh, you want to give us the free pizza? You're going to throw it away? Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, boy. It's summertime. Let's just fucking let me get some Chinese food. Oh, I can't go to the library because if they see me, they're going to want some. Oh, everybody knows I'm here now. There's 15 motherfuckers in Chinese restaurant trying to eat my fucking. Can I get a piece? Can I get a piece? Can I get a piece? Oh, you're like, the dude who broke out the gum in middle of uh, middle class. Not, not well. I mean, literally, you would literally go to a Chinese restaurant and you'd wait till everybody was like busy on the computer or something for the, like half an hour, and you would go order Chinese food, four chicken wings, fried rice, four chicken wings, fried rice, extra onions chopped up, and then while you're there, people just come in like, "Can I get a piece? Yeah, what's up? Can I get a piece? What?" And then you we would go to Pole Park, which is actually where. One of Edgar Allan Poe's houses was, he actually used to write about the big rolling hills of, in front of his house because the Bronx is hills. But mm-hmm. the library, the new library was right there. Oh, that reminds me. Okay, so go we would on. hang Sorry. out there and we would hang out. It's like a little gazebo thing. It's not really a gazebo, but I guess we would call it a gazebo because it's like a thing with lights in it. It's kind of a gazebo, but there's no stairs. Oh, there, no. It is a gazebo. There is stairs, but the stairs fold in and they lock it in inside huh. because they never use it. His house was there. His old house is like a, a historical site. So we used to fucking just go in there and you would go there and fucking see the craziest shit. Fucking, I'm going to just name names. Like people know, you don't just fucking know these people. Just shit. random. Fucking Jennifer was getting her fucking breast sucked on by like fucking Tiffany, rest in peace, Tiff, you know, and fucking Link was fucking there. We used to just fucking chill and fucking skate. And I used to say like, Sexist oh, yeah. shit. I literally said some weird sexist shit and behaved like weird. I remember one time I was like, man, for, for no reason. I literally looked around and I was like, I'm a man. The women here are are shorter than me. I'm stronger than all the women here. There are no women really stronger than most men. I, I don't know why the fuck it just occurred to me to say something so fucking weird. And just so blatantly <laughs> sexist. I never forgot that shit. You know what I mean? We used to fucking sneak into his house and like you know, have sex with our girlfriends and shit like in the park because they would come, the city would come in the park and they'd be like, it's time to leave the park and they would shun you and they would lock the gate but then you would climb over the gate and I fucking locked my straw on the floor. There you go. And you would fucking hop over the gate and go into the park and hang out in the gazebo at night. I you miss go gate hopping in the summer. And uh, it's like seven feet tall though. Yo, we had, all right, so I'm sorry to cut off no, your I'm, story. I'm ready for this. We had one where we would hop on to our high school football field because the, uh, the football team would leave the big ass tires out and we created a game where it would be a two on two type game. You you hoist up the big ass tire, you know, like when, like you see CrossFit trainers fucking do the tire squats things. It was one of those big tire, big tread tires, and one team would have to try to move the tire to the fifty yard line, and the other team would have to stop them by any means necessary. And so we would hop this like seven foot tall fence that had like two horizontal rails. It was like one that was like six inches off the ground and one that was like six inches before the top. Uh, My friends ended up having to make a pyramid of garbage cans just to get me 
up and over the gate because I am not good at <laughs> I'm so bad at hopping fences. They collected all these garbage cans so that I could climb up and over like a goddamn black bear. Like, it, grizzly bears could have made it over. Not this guy. No. Uh, so the game would be you got to move the, the tire past the 50-yard line. And we would spend, like, hours just oh, fucking playing this game for no reason. There was there was nothing there was nothing to do. It was just dark, and it was the only time it was cool during the day. And hopping fences during the summer is is a good old time. Just so you feel better about the not hopping the fence thing. One time, I was hanging with some people, and we were running around during the summer. And like, you know what New York looks like. I was in like some weird park, and there was like a slight incline that kind of goes up, kind of steep. So, like, you're at the bottom of the park, and if you walk up this really steep incline, then there's, like, a waist-high gate that you can just, like, step over. But at this park, when you get to the top of the incline, it was almost completely vertical for, like, three feet. You know what I mean? So, like, let's say you walk for, like, 15 feet, and then it's, like, boom. And then it's, like, you know, slightly inclined. But you, like, have to hop up and pull yourself up a little bit. Okay. So I walked, and I was like fucking nine or ten. I think I was like twelve. Leave me alone. So I go up there and I walk up the incline, and I'm with two people who I'm like kind of friendly with. I think one was like a summer friend, like somebody I didn't really know that well. And we go, and I hop up, and I walk up the little incline, and I go to where the gate is, and I like I hop up and I grab it and I pull myself up, and I just stay there paralyzed with fear. I was so scared. I dead ass could not fucking like, let, if I would have let go, I would have just like dropped a foot and a half to my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and if I just used my feet to climb, I would have climbed up like two and a half feet to just the top with the, just like the, it's not like a fence. It's just like bars that keep you from falling down. I guess if you're sitting there a fucking bench and I literally just hung on it fucking terrified I, I don't know why i was just fucking scared i was like and they were like you're okay and i'm like i'm not okay i am not okay I'm not okay i'm gonna fall i don't care what you say this is this is not good okay before we wrap this up i just want to like you know i don't think we've really come to a conclusion about whether or not the east and west coast is better because i feel like but the experiences seem kind of similar. They do seem Except eerily for years, similar. We're kind of drunk. I don't know. No, I had some good youthful, youthful times. I want to throw out. I had Santa Barbara, uh, summer night experiences, which were just something else. Living on the Del Playa of Goleta, which I mean, Del. That was the way you could tell freshmen from like from everyone else was mm -hmm. if they said the Del Playa. You're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> the, the playa. Because <laughs> Del Playa is just the beach. And so you walk down this street and I there wouldn't be a time where I could walk down this street and either me or my friend Kelly would recognize someone. And it was always like we'd, we'd just walk down and meet up with a group and then it would turn into us just wandering from house from house party to house party. Those are the summer nights that I think I'm most nostalgic for. Do you, do you have any parallel experience to that? 
it's funny because the experiences that I'm kind of most nostalgic for is two. So like there's one specific memory of my friends, Lisa and Denise and Amanda, who's the mother of my godchildren. And I, I mentioned to you before we recorded like Lisa and Denise, I still speak to these people, you know, but I remember we were sitting there with Jose in uh, Crotona Park in the Bronx, which is a pretty large, big green park with lots of paths. But it's like this one big, huge, you know, like man-made rock structures, just like rocks on the ground, like a regular park. But there's no way they were there. Like somebody fucking put they them were, there. They were moved. You know. So I remember sitting there on like the last day of like the sophomore year of high school. And I remember just sitting there and like looking at them and being like, because I'm so fucking nostalgic and weird forever. I was like, this is a time we'll never get back. I remember literally being like, you know, I pulled like a stand by me. Like I was like, this is, I, I'm not even joking. I was like, like sands in the hourglass. <laughs> these like, are the days of our lives. I, without exaggeration, I was like, these days we'll never get back. I cherish these moments because with us, this is the kind of thing that I know that one day we'll cherish, that we'll appreciate, you know? And it's funny because for my freshman and so in New York, this is one thing I think that might be different for my first, my freshman and sophomore year, especially when it came to summertime, you don't see your friends. Oh, because they live in different boroughs or they're kind of far away. So you spend three months thinking about and wishing for your school friends. It's almost like have gone away to college because sometimes you're far away. And if you don't have a student metric card or the money to travel, you won't really see them. But you might speak on the phone. But that's that's actually kind of because so often I think New York is just so on top of itself. And like, you know, your boroughs are really only 15 miles away. Not if you don't have any money. But if you can't travel... You can't, you know, take the train or anything, then yeah, you're stuck to your like one mile radius. But then it always, I remember very vividly being with my mother and seeing like the, the back to school commercials and how like vivid they were and how interesting they were and remembering like, yo, like school is coming back up. School is about cool is cool is, is about to happen. And you would see your friends for me specifically by name, you know, I would see Lisa and Denise and without a hesitation, it would feel like I'd never been without them for a moment. And it's, and then when you get older during the summer, you could, you could walk or you could figure out how to go to see them. And Amanda lived up the block from me. So you would make these things happen. But there were years where, I didn't see my friends during the summer and I spent every day my freshman year, which is my first year of really having friends in high school, thinking to myself, this is my first year I had friends and I spent the entire summer longing because it's like they're in a different country. I remember Aww. that. Yeah, I longed for them because that's, that's what this is. A longing for summer? It's a longing. I don't think, I don't think it's really a competition. They're very different, desperate, desperate experiences all i know is i miss the beach i miss the beach so hard they're opening a beach in the city I, they're opening it because the city because hudson has been cleaned up so much that it's like very clear they're opening one in manhattan but i would but like east coast has awesome beaches and it's not that far away but you gotta 
get on the train you're not used to, like a light double R or some shit and go look like, you know. Well, here's the thing. We got your your Orjot. Uh your Orjot uh syrup. We got some rums. We got some pineapple juice. I say we make ourselves a little beach Mai Tai day one of these upcoming weekends. And we we try to recapture the nostalgia. I'm down with that. There's one thing I'll say is that it feels good to connect with people and to build relationships, but there's something always about summer as a child that you never get back because when you get older, because <laughs> when you're an adult, guess what? What's that? You don't get summer. You don't get summers off. I mean, we ain't got no jobs, so yeah. <laughs> we got some all year round. Yeah, Thank COVID. you, COVID. <laughs> oh shit, COVID. <laughs> oh, it's co- been a year. It's been it's been a hell of a year. So this has been awesome. Of course, thank you so much for joining us. And was that in good taste? Just so you know, I'm James Beery, and I'm Chandler Phillips. And of course, you can always follow me at Habit of Wellness on Facebook because that's where we post all the stuff. Uh, 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 the art of giving up on Instagram and what funny friend on Twitter? What about what about you? You uh... and you can follow me on Instagram at c underscore underscore honey. That's where I'll post all the episodes and stuff coming out. Um, also on Twitter at bumblebear, uh, humble bumblebear. That's what my Twitter handle. Humble bumblebear. Humble, humble bumblebear. And then also my website, um, bumblebear comedy. Dot com. And that's where we'll do like other uh, drink reviews. And yeah, it's going to be super fun. More So anecdotes. it's been awesome. So remember. Drinking is not required. But it is recommended. I know it's been a long, long winter, but guess what's coming up next? It's been a... Summertime. The living's easy. And there's reason to believe...